Hi, I'm Paul Heaney, Editorial Director for Design World. Welcome to the first in a series of podcasts between National Instruments and Design World. In 2012, we will be presenting six podcasts on some critical issues in measurement software. Topics will cover reporting tools, driver software, bus systems, data storage, and more. Today's discussion will focus on sensors, which is always a critical area for engineers. Joining me today to educate us on this wide-ranging topic is Jim Schwartz from the National Instrument Product Marketing Team in Austin, Texas. Welcome, Jim. Well, thanks for having me, Paul. No worries. Let's start off uh, pretty basic, Jim. Uh, sensors are, are fairly specific, so you know when you're choosing the right one, I mean, it's really going to depend on the type of measurement you're doing, I assume. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are sensors for literally everything you can imagine out there. Any physical phenomena, you know, be it light or temperature or vibration or sound or strain or force or pressure, or speed, all those have some sort of sensor associated with them. So yeah, they're going to be fairly, fairly specific. They're always going to vary in, in price, accuracy, speed, and, and resolution, and those sorts of things. So you need to have a full understanding of, of the signal that you're actually trying to measure. That makes sense. Can you talk a little bit about what the sensors are actually doing? Yeah, absolutely. Really, any sensor in the world is taking some sort of physical phenomena, be it temperature or light, and turning that physical phenomena into an electrical signal. Because uh, in the end, we're using you know, the same ADCs to measure these physical phenomena. So if, if you have, let's say, a data acquisition device, it's not going to measure straight away temperature. You know, you know, there's no way to do that. But what we would use would be something like a thermocouple. And a thermocouple is, is a common measurement device with two dissimilar metals that create a voltage that scales with temperature. So you've, you have a, a thermocouple that can measure a wide range of temperatures, and it produces mm -hmm. this very small voltage. And that voltage scales with temperature, and we can use that to measure with, uh, with a data acquisition device. Well, let's get into some specific. Can you talk a little bit about you know, some of the most common measurements, the, the temperature, strain, pressure, vibration, and, and kind of explain the signals that are created for each one of those? Yeah, definitely. So I already started talking about the thermocouple, so we'll start there. With a thermocouple, it creates this very small voltage that you can read with a, a data acquisition device. And, and what's actually going on there is these two dissimilar metals create this small voltage potential. So that, that one's fairly easy. Thermocouples are, are self-powered, they're very common, they're extremely cheap because it's basically just two sets of wires. When you're measuring temperature, there's a wide range of different temperature measuring devices. So let's say a, an RTD, or resistive thermal device, is another one. And this one is actually, it uses a, a small piece of platinum that changes the resistance with uh, that scales with temperature. So with that one, we're measuring, we're exciting it with a current and reading back that voltage across that, that RTD. And then we're able to scale that to, to a voltage measurement and read that back in with our, our data acquisition device. So temperature is really common. Almost everyone is measuring temperature, it seems like. Every customer, engineer, scientist that I talk to has some application with temperature. But a lot of times they're measuring those beside other, other measurement types. So let's say a strain or acceleration. And, and both of those are a little bit more complex. So a strain, when you're measuring strain, it's, it's, it's how something bends or flex. And that's, that's measured in strain or microstrain. And what's happening there is, is we're using the specific material properties of a strain gauge to be able to tell how much something is bending. So when a strain gauge moves, or, or is bent, the length and width of the material changes, and with that, the resistance changes. And so we can measure that resistance and associate that with a certain measurement. And again, 
we're converting these physical signals or physical phenomena into electrical signals that we can easily measure with a uh, data acquisition device. So what are some of the issues that, that engineers might have in selecting the right sensor? So this is, this is a pretty, pretty common occurrence because really the biggest issue is considering the entire system. You need to be able to have a solid understanding of the signal that you're trying to measure. So you, know, you need to understand the speed. So how fast can your sensor react to a certain change in, let's say, temperature or vibration or those sorts of things. You need to understand the output of your sensor. You, know, you need to be able to see how that sensor fits into your whole system from the physical phenomena to the sensor to the output. And the output is going to go to a data acquisition device. So you have to be able to figure out what type of data acquisition device you're going to be using. And for that, you need to understand the output of your sensor, whether it's a 0 to 5 volt, you know, like a, let's say a powered sensor that outputs 0 to 5 volts, or something mm -hmm. like a, a strain gauge or a thermocouple, which is going to have a very small signal output on it. Well, one last question, Jim. What, what advice would you give to an engineer out there who, you know, maybe he or she is having problems figuring out the right sensor to use? Are, I mean, are there any online resources or anything at, at NI to, to help them in their struggles? If you're struggling with uh, building your, your measurement system, at ni.com slash DAC, we have a complete guide to building a measurement system, which is going to include everything from selecting the right sensor to selecting the data acquisition device, all the way through the computer and into the software. So really, if you want a full picture of how to select the hardware and software for your data acquisition device and for your, for your measurement application, go to ni.com slash DAC and download the complete guide to building a measurement system. Wonderful. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, that's all the time we have for this podcast, but, but thank you so much for all of your insight, Jim. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Paul. Oh, sure. And, and, and thank you once again to National Instruments. Well, make sure to stay tuned for next month's podcast. Our May edition will be on data acquisition hardware, and it will be hosted by our senior editor, Evan Yaris. Once again, I'm Paul Heaney with Design World, signing off. <laughs>